your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, we will be discussing another day for the Colorado Avalanche with no players on the COVID protocol list, which bodes well. However, a team that, or the team that they are playing, if they were to come back on time, questions abound about the Vegas Golden Knights, and if uh, they are up for round two of a pause. So we'll get into that. Updates to the Colorado Avalanche roster, as told by Jared Bednar on his weekly radio spot with the Altitude Network. Uh, MSG in New York is letting players back in, excuse me, letting fans back in to a limited capacity. So we will talk about what that means for the rest of the league, obviously, including Colorado Avalanche, and a ESPN analyst made a comment on air that once it gets around, uh, I haven't seen it really spread like wildfire yet, but uh, you just know that it will. He made a comment, and once again, a premier player is attached to the Colorado Avalanche. So we will get to all of that. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram, and send any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. So like I said earlier in the week, if they can get through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no players, no additional players added to the COVID list, that looks good to return to play on Sunday. When we got through Tuesday, we got through Wednesday, and today being Thursday, it, it's looking pretty good. I've, I'm hearing different reports that they can return on Thursday to the building, and I'm hearing they got to get through Thursday. So I, I think we just want to get through Thursday. If you If you have to... If Thursday is the last day where you have nobody added, then you, I, I would expect players to be back there on Friday. But there's always a possibility that they return on Thursday. And from what the league said, uh, it was a weak shutdown for them with everything. With their with you know, hockey-related events were postponed for the Avalanche from Thursday of last week through the 11th, which is today, Thursday. So how they how they're wording that we don't really have clarification on that if through Thursday meant Thursday is they're open for business or through Thursday meaning that's the last day and then we'll open on Friday. One way or another you still want to get through all of these next few days before you actually play scot free. And they've gotten through Tuesday, Wednesday and hopefully Thursday and things are good. So Having said that, um, players who were injured, who seemed to be ready to come back, we talked about Nathan McKinnon announcing it on Fortnite. 
Uh, but Jared Bednar has confirmed that he should be good to go. Devon Tave should be good to go. And Pierre-Edward Belmar should be good to go. That one surprised me because that, I mean, you go back and look at that hit. That looked bad. It it looked ugly. It was right on the knee. Uh, you were expecting him to be out for quite some time. I'm not going to say like the full season, but uh, it did not look good. And the fact that he needed help to get off of the ice and couldn't be that, you know, macho hockey man and do it on his own and then maybe collapse in the hallway. Um, <clears throat> he, it, it did not look good. So uh, for him to come back, if he comes back on Sunday, minor miracle, maybe he, he avoided severe damage. Clearly he did if he's coming back that quickly. So to have those three guys back is fantastic. Still no word on Francois. He had no update on him. I think we just need to settle in for him not being available for a long period of time. But all that is good. All that is good. You have things looking good for the Avalanche in terms of nobody added to the COVID protocol list. Injured players, key injured players coming back. And the first game that you are scheduled for is Vegas on Sunday. And now Vegas seems to... We don't really know. I want to say Vegas seems to be having issues again. But we don't really know because they canceled... What was it? They canceled like the the post-game press conference through through Zoom, basically, uh, to get the players out of there, from, from what I understand. So is this another setback for Vegas? That remains to be seen. And if it is, it won't surprise me. And this is kind of what I've been talking about with the Avalanche, is what Vegas is going through. Is, is, are the Avalanche going to mirror that in that Vegas had to stop for a little while, missed some games, came back, and now you have more players after this thing finally appears in, in other players' systems where it didn't show up the week before. It Sometimes it takes longer to show up in other players' bodies, and now it is, and now you have to go on another break. That's my fear for the Colorado Avalanche is they will – come back to play next week and maybe if you know they're, they're able to play I guess it really doesn't matter if they're able to play or not the vi- the virus is gonna show up regardless so just say we get into next week and the avalanche continue to get tested and within those tests players finally start popping back up again with positives uh, or they get put back on the list whatever the case may be that's my worry for the avalanche and that might be what vegas is going through right now as far as the players on the list between jost landeskog and gerard they won't be in action for another week because they were put on the list if you i guess if you get put on the list you have to you're on that list for two weeks um, i was unclear on that and just reading the reports based on those three players they won't be available for the avalanche until in, in my estimation, a week from today. So you're going to be, you're getting McKinnon, Taves, Belmar back. You still don't have Jost, Landeskog, and Gerard. So you, you win some, you lose some. Uh, but I'm concerned more about the big picture for the Colorado Avalanche in this coming week. Yes, if they get through the next few days, 
no more players added to the, the COVID list, COVID protocol list, they're going to be back on the ice. Is that a good or a bad thing? That's up for debate. My concern is next week. If they can get through next these next few days and next week with nobody else being added to it, you get those three players that are on it that come back, then you can probably breathe a little bit better and a, a bigger sigh of relief than I am right now because this isn't over for them. And Minnesota, I don't know if they've had anybody else added to the list. I've kind of just stopped paying attention. They have enough. We we know it's bad in Minnesota, and we know that we just played them for three games. And that's another worry is because we played them for three games, who, who's to say, you know, it hasn't shown up in our players yet. So that's where we stand. Uh, we just have to monitor this day by day and hopefully get back out on the ice safely on Sunday against Vegas, who can also get back out on the ice safely. We'll see. All right, let's take a quick little break and hear from betonline.ag. BetOnline, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. And when I say all of the sports action, it's literally everything. If I've been saying you can go there, sign up for a free account just to look around. And it's very easy to navigate, but you might be overwhelmed with the amount of things that you can actually bet on. And with the Super Bowl, complete football might be over, but the NBA, college football, and of course, our NHL are in full swing. So Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Yes, that's true. Real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered. For all the news, scores, and odds, it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That promo code, once again, is locked on. All right. So, where are we? Uh, came out that the state of New York is going to allow big venues to start letting fans back in in very limited capacity, 10%. So for a place like Madison Square Garden, that is roughly 2,000 people. And hey, 2,000 people is 2,000 people. It's better than none and fake crowd noise. So what's that mean for everybody else? In particular... Obviously, Colorado Avalanche and Ball Arena. Uh, this is just something that's going to need to be monitored because this is clearly state by state. This is not a sweeping thing across the nation. And it's <clears throat> going to be based on uh, comfortability with the arena and state officials and numbers. And it seems like nationwide numbers are getting better little by little. But what New York went through at the beginning of this thing was disastrous. So for them to be at this point where they're comfortable enough to let 2,000 people in, uh, I think for hockey players, they would welcome 2,000 people in a heartbeat. I, I think they, you know, uh, the the novelty, if you want to call it that, of playing in empty arenas is pretty much worn off. And everybody is at the point of we we want to get back to 
fans in the stands. And we had said at the beginning of the season, this might be the natural progression of things. I didn't really think it was going to happen until March. But New York seems to be comfortable. And like I said, because of what New York went through with this in the beginning, if they can get to this point and be comfortable with it, you might start seeing more arenas do it and be comfortable with it. you know, uh, numbers be damned. And that's the dangerous part because if they're looking at New York saying, well, what they went through was hell and now they're back open, let's open back up without even really thinking about it. You hope arenas and States aren't going to do that. But, uh, in, in Denver and Colorado, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this because if you remember to start the football season, they were allowing fans in to see the Broncos. And I think it was maybe about halfway through, they shut it down. They nixed that and shut it down. So is the state of Colorado a little gun shy when it comes to opening back up? Because I don't want to say they jumped the gun and letting fans in. Uh, It just got worse nationwide. There was nothing singularly that, you know, individually that the state of Colorado did. It just went nationwide and they really had no choice. So things are seem to be trending downward little by little. And is the state of Colorado ready to put butts back in the seats? I don't know. I, I, I haven't really, this is, this all just happened yesterday when the state of New York announced that. So we will have to watch and listen over the next couple days. You you might hear something relatively soon because they want to get people back in there in, in some capacity. I think doing it at 10% is the smart way to do it. You don't want to open back up really any more than that. You don't even want to do like 25%. You definitely don't want to go up to like 50%. So I think doing it in small chunks and if this thing keeps progressing the way it's progressing downward, then you go up to 15%. And then you, you just go up incrementally, not large chunks at a time. So I, I know I talk to a lot of people uh, through social media who are just itching to get back into the arena. Not for selfish reasons. Number one, it just gets you back to a little bit of normalcy, going to watch uh, sporting events. They want to watch their team. This is an exciting team, and I talked to a lot of people who have gone to a lot of games, and they just want to get back to that. They just want to feel like they're they're a part of it. And number three, a lot of people are blacked out still in Colorado from watching this team, so they have to get creative in ways to do it, some of which might be illegal, uh, but for you know people that want to watch out of the Colorado sport teams, the best Colorado sport team right now, they want to go watch them. And, you know, the, the the best way to do that is live. So, I don't know. I think this is something to watch. I think over the course of the next week. The, and what they also might do is, is see how it's going in New York at Madison Square Garden. If it's working for them, 2,000 people in that arena, you can space them those people out pretty easily. And I think any arena could do that. So maybe other people see that and say, let's uh, follow that model. And that's not difficult to manage. 
So let's let's uh, let's give this thing a shot. Hope it happens, and it would be nice to see. It, it would be nice to see two thousand people watching a hockey game as opposed to what we have now, which is just. I know they're doing the best they can with with no people in the arenas, but come on, there there is nothing like uh, watch even watching live sports on TV. A, a crowd getting into it like they get into it with a hockey game. So let's hope. Let's hope. Cross our fingers and uh, maybe it'll just improve from there. We don't know. So uh, definitely want to mention mention to you guys about. Uh, a Lockdown Presents, and of course, February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Podcast Network is honoring <clears throat> the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series, which is called Lockdown Presents, More Than the Game. Uh, don't miss this week's episode, which features Candace Cooper of Lockdown Tar Heels and Erica Ayala from Locked On Women's Basketball. They discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Uh, there's a new episode coming next week. So go to and subscribe to the Locked On Podcast Presents, or excuse me, Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely something to look forward to. So. Uh, let's hear from Rock Auto before we take another quick little break and then get into a rumor that is only going to. So, uh, rockauto.com. It's the family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So, go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and bo- body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil to even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the section where they say, where did you hear about us? So they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. So with Pittsburgh finally settling on a GM with Ron Hextall, clearly that's all the talk right now. And sometimes we need to go overboard with what we talk about with them. And I'm not saying that Darren Dreger has done that, but ESPN likes to do this stuff. When somebody new comes in, they kind of like to pick apart all of the possibilities that could happen for the future. And could this potentially happen? Uh, yes, there is some potential here. But leave it up to ESPN to to kind of jump the gun and get everybody riled up. And and Darren Dreger is is a phenomenal uh, analyst and journalist. So, but he does drink the Kool-Aid when it comes to making headlines. So having said that, he definitely made one here. And what he had said was, you know, Pittsburgh is on the outside looking in right now from a playoff spot. Early in the season, they're only one point behind uh, fourth place. So clearly we have a long way to go. But what he brings up is a valid point. If they do, what he said is if they do miss the playoffs, then 
does Sidney Crosby and and Ron Hextall sit down and say, "Okay, look, we're not we're not trending in the right direction," and I'm you know I'm on clearly on the downside of my, my career. Still have a handful of seasons that you know are are, are going to be very good for Sidney Crosby. But does he get to the point of saying, uh, package a deal where, you know, you can send me to a contender and you get pieces in return for rebuilding and the future. And the team he threw out was a Colorado Avalanche. He said, send me, the way he said it was kind of just like uh, flippant and kind of just like, uh, then send me to the Colorado Avalanche or send me to the New York Rangers or wherever. And then he doubled back and said, the Colorado Avalanche make a lot of sense to me, and then continued his point. So that's all. He could have talked about this and mentioned this and not mentioned any teams. Uh, but the fact that he threw out the Colorado Avalanche and the New York Rangers, now you have riled up those fan bases. I don't see him going to New York. New York does not like Sidney Crosby. But if they got him, I'm sure they would turn out to love him. Um, but to throw that out there and then to say Colorado Avalanche make a lot of sense to me made me think of two things. Um, I follow these, the sport teams of Colorado more than other teams. So I don't know if this is true for other states and their teams. If it is, somebody let me know. But I feel like whenever a big name becomes available or is is uh you know the in the rumor mill that this team is looking to trade a marquee player doesn't it always seem like the Denver Broncos or the Colorado Avalanche are in on that player look at what Deshaun Watson is right now everybody wants Deshaun Watson and Bronco fans are chomping at the bit to get him and it could happen I'm not saying it, it will I don't know but I, you can go back the past few years, and it seems like whenever a player becomes available, the Colorado Avalanche are attached to that player. And some of it makes sense. They have a deep prospect pool, uh, and they have the means to make some deals. And clearly they haven't done it yet. So could they package players together to get Sidney Crosby? Yes, easily. But then you have the added feature of Nathan McKinnon. Because Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby are as tight as they come. They are very close friends. So would that be the start of the NBA-style super team? Uh, Because those two are friends, and Nathan McKinnon is clearly on the better team. Where Sidney Crosby comes over, he doesn't care about money. Uh, He only cares about the amount of cups he can raise. And uh, would that happen? I think the way he phrases it is it's not going to happen this year. He phrases it as you got to see how this year pans out. If you miss the playoffs, then that conversation might happen. I agree with that. I do agree with that. So just something to put in the back of your mind, in the recesses of your mind. And uh, if Pittsburgh does miss the playoffs this year, uh, you can maybe crank up the volume on that. I don't know. We'll see. But this is the be- mark it down. February eleventh, twenty twenty one. 
was the first time it was mentioned on the show. And uh, we will see how many times it's mentioned in the future. Would I be open to that? I think you would be stupid not to be. Personal feelings aside for Sidney Crosby, uh, you bring in that guy and, and you, you, you've gone over the top. So let me know what you guys think. Bring him in. If it's available, don't bring him in. Stay away from him. Clearly depends on the package of what would go to Pittsburgh. They would probably ask a minor King's ransom, but you, you might want to pull the trigger on that. A lot of things at play here, but we will monitor the situation uh, as this season goes along. That's going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today and each and every day. Check out Lockdown NHL. Myself and Adam Denker host the Thursday edition. So that's out now or sometime today. And that'll be it. So see you guys tomorrow if we have any more news on what's going on with the Avalanche returning to practice and hopefully playing on Sunday and any news on Vegas not playing. We'll talk about that tomorrow. So enjoy the day. Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!